Hello and <laughs> welcome. What were you doing there, Paul? <laughs> uh, this is playing. Got mine. <laughs> Wide whistle. What was we're that? Fun stuff today. <laughs> Uh, this is it's playing. This is playing favorites. If you're if you're actually our anchor listeners, we haven't been on this channel in a little bit. Um, oh. We we've been uh, doing a lot of YouTube stuff. So if you're you want to check out YouTube, you can see what Paul was doing right when I transitioned into the into the screen. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it's a slide whistle. It's just a, it's the third prop. I was telling Justin about props. Um, um, but yes. We're here today. Hello, Justin. It's been a while. Yes, hello, Paul. How are you doing? We got to get right to it. You know, we got a lot of things to talk about. Um, yes, we do. We're, we're about to talk about something that I like that I tend to talk about a lot of, but it's been uh, it's been Star Wars related. I got my Star Wars shirt on. I don't. They don't make shirts for the show. We're going to talk about here. We're going to talk about Obi Wan Kenobi today. Um, we've been. Are you wearing a Rogue One shirt though? I am wearing a Rogue One shirt. So you're talking about generally a, a, a very similar thing. It is a prequel of sorts that we're discussing, a prequel to the original series. Or a sequel original, to the prequels. Uh, a sequel to the prequels. Isn't that just qual at this point? Isn't it like <laughs> not a pre or a C, it's just a qual. It's just a movie. Yes. Uh, but this, this, in this case, we're getting a six-part movie. Yes, the six-part movie. Yes. Um... And we've gotten through the first three parts with the fourth part coming out tomorrow literally we're on the eve of the second half i know of yeah. the show but just to kind of before we dive into that it's been a while since we've been on here guys everyone thanks for you know listening to our show over the past couple of years here but we had to talk about obi-wan the show's been great uh we have a lot of things to say. i'm sure we have plenty of criticisms like any star wars products but generally we have, we have a love for it. i'm just gonna say it right now i know paul you do too you might be more critical than i am but i'm in like with it <laughs> you're in like with it <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways um i was gonna quote episode three it's like are you blinded by love um <laughs> <laughs> the line nobody has ever quoted <laughs> never seriously quoted from episode three so love has blinded you <laughs> natalie Portman looks wild in that thing too she is like you're seeing padme un unleashed in that in that scene she's got the curly hair all flowing and she's like like bug-eyed looking at him yeah. like so love has blinded you. It's like what the <laughs> hell were you sniffing right before this? Yep. But anyways, yes, we're here. We're back. We're going to do it again. Here we are on yep. our so uh, doing a little bit of podcasting, doing a little bit of video. If you, if you if you if it's the first time you found us, because how popular Obi Wan is, hopefully it is your first time here. Uh, just so you know, pot, playing favorites. Generally, what we've done for the past few years is we're uh, usually a podcast that talk about our favorite things, uh, where we just usually would pick a topic you know, kind of do some research and kind of go through why, you know, one topic was our favorite. We've been kind of transitioning into other things lately, though. We wanted to try dabbling into, like, reviews. Like, we did some Wheel of Time review end of last year. Um, we just finished Lego Star Wars uh, over on YouTube. We've been doing a lot of Let's Plays. So check our YouTube channel. Check our, our, our Twitter. Um, you know, check um, Anchor, all the podcast services. We have, like, almost, I think we have almost 100 episodes now, which is kind of crazy to say uh of co some sort of content that we've done um we've it also is. <laughs> it is and, and there's no like point to like start with just dive in find an episode that you think sounds interesting something that you're into and listen to it yeah and uh we're, we're always uh you know we're always looking for new ideas too so don't so feel free to drop us a line on our twitter account or even on our facebook profile yep whichever way uh you do but, but um 
Oh, on that note, go ahead. You you got the buck. Go for I, it. You got. Let's the get started. I was going to be excited because you said you had props before we started the show, but I brought my yes. prop in. I just really just 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 for this. <laughs> so I'm holding an old 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 old, an, old uh, Anakin statue I've had that unfortunately lost its lightsaber, but it's I, I always thought that was so cool. I just wanted to bring that yes. in. Just just to set the it tone. Very cool. Oh, this is the Anakin from Episode Three. This is him right here. <laughs> That's, that's crazy we're looking. Get, we're getting <laughs> yes, and we're getting him ten years later. I'm sorry, I have a fourth prop. I forgot to uh, bring him up here, but Maybe. here he is as he rises. The the, the man himself. The rise. The, this ri- is the, the rise of Skywalker. Between, yes, your your action figure and my action <laughs> figure. <laughs> yes, so it, this is um, some wild stuff is happening, especially when we get to episode three yeah. uh, of this. I'm sorry, part three of this series. I don't think they want to call it episodes. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're going to talk about the first half, as, as, we, as Paul mentioned, um, right in the eve. So we're going to release this, what everyone's talking about, episode four. So our, if we have any kind of theories today, we're probably going to be way off what happens. I'm sure we'll yeah, have we're some. we're going to see it. <laughs> we're going to watch them get debunked left and right. Um, um, but but usually, usually, Justin, i got to say, our ideas are better in some time, sometimes. You know, like, I think we got some... We have some pretty good uh, brainstorms about how they should take something. Sometimes they take our advice. So we had some we had some brainstorming about the show back when the trailer came out. Remember we, when we were yes. trying to do a news show that never really continued. On. That was one of the other things we dabbled <laughs> in was trying to do a current but, events type. Uh, but we did show. theorize about what would happen in the show, and I mean, just to kind of start off there, I mean, I think our thought our thought process on why he would leave tattooing is not what I think anyone expected. I think they really surprised a lot of people with that choice. Um, just to kind of they, dive into episode one a little bit. Should we Should we say from here on out, we're going to be talking spoilers if you haven't. Oh, yeah. Any, I mean, for hey, some reason, if you're, if you're listening to this and not haven't seen the series yet, what, what are you doing? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think they, they kept this, the Leia secret really close to the chest mm-hmm. and i think that it works because it certainly is you know surprising um wasn't an angle that either of us anticipated so we have to tip our hats to that and it does make sense as a vehicle for getting him off the planet and that's really what the focus of episode one of this this part or of this part uh, series is yeah is about like let's 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 um examine where obi-wan is in his life um you know what's his daily like routine you know what's he seeing and also what is going to force him to eventually leave tatooine just you know however briefly but to leave his post watching luke because i gotta tell you his post watching luke doesn't seem very interesting doesn't seem very it's definitely exile um and i had a couple questions about how things were being you know, like what kind of exposure Obi Wan had to the outside world? Yeah, so um, I I've, I've questioned that a little bit too. It's like, and I think we've talked about this off mic, and you know, before just to speak on Obi Wan because I think I don't really necessarily we don't have to go through this like you know plot point by plot point, but like what? So we leave Obi Wan, you know, obviously who have defeated Anakin, but really lost at the same time. You know, you know, getting like you get that little recap video at the beginning, which honestly, that was great. That was great. I wanted to just just yeah. to set the tone. It's like I've never been like I you know obviously I I love those prequels more than most people. You know, like I I kind of look past all the the flaws and just enjoy it for what it is. And 
and I've, I, you know, I've always, and I always have. Yeah, you, I, I can say there's some horrible things about it, but I've loved it. But like that, if that doesn't make you like the prequels, they did a really good job making you like, oh wow, there's a lot of cool things that happened in the prequels in that recap video. Yes, they managed to distill it down in five minutes with really good music and really like and and tying the plot points together that I think in George Lucas's original outline were probably like the most important plot lines and then trimmed away everything else that got in the way. <laughs> and it was just like, let's focus on, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship, who Anakin is, who Obi-Wan is, and how this kind of tragically went wrong, like how they got to where they got. And, and seeing the, I really want to actually, I wanted to ask you if we could talk a little bit about their last, you know, encounter on Mustafar at the end of episode three, because that's really like kind of the starting point of this series is that last, you know, the last, like, I don't know, week or so of, you know, Obi-Wan before he goes into exile, like the last couple days, because he goes to confront not just like his friend, but like his apprentice, this kid that he's known since he was what, eight years old. And he's basically he was, watching yeah, nine, his, nine, I own, think nine. His, his own failure like manifest itself. Like there's a reason why they focus on certain lines from the, from the, uh, from episode three, like you were the chosen one, all that, but like you were my brother, you know, I loved um, you. Loved you. We, um, you know, uh, what's it? You were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. You were supposed to bring balance. All the, all this like hearkening back to these lines, like, Oh, it, and, and it, it makes sense because when we find Obi-Wan, he is a broken person, really. In a mm -hmm. lot of ways, he's, he's, a, he's dealing with the trauma of the past, of that last confrontation, watching someone who he loved, like family, basically burn alive. Um, and who he had to defeat. But I think it's important to focus on that moment of his defeat, the high ground. Everybody makes the memes. Everybody loves the high ground. But why does the high ground work, Justin? It's not because, you know, Anakin's like, oh, crap, he's higher than me. Like, how am I going to defeat this? It's Obi-Wan playing on Anakin's pride, right? It's Obi-Wan feeding into his ego and his pride and saying, clearly you can't do this. And he's the guy who's been told he could do anything because of his amazing abilities and powers and that's everything Palpatine has said in his ear is like, you're the most amazing Jedi. You're the best. Yeah. And then you, start, see, you, start, you, you see that arrogance, obviously. I mean, that's, you know, not, it's yeah. kind of, it's not hard. And Obi-Wan it. knows it. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder because we see their first confrontation in the, in the third episode. I wonder if that is going to come into play again for their second confrontation. Cause there, there's going to be another confrontation. We know. No, we just, knew before the series. That's all, that's all it is. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you. Stop it. Don't treat these people bad. We were listening. No, no, no. There's a second confrontation. We were told like before this even. Yes, they, they meant there would be the, two confrontations. Was it in the Vanity Fair spread that they did where they yeah. said there's going to be two fights between them. Yeah, and, and the first rumored, one it was rumored. very been rumored for yeah. a while. But go go before we get to the, the episode three. I want I want to just kind of go back to like Obi Wan's life. So like we had the him set the tone. It's like. It's like I guess I don't know what I would have thought Obi Wan's life on Tatooine would have been. Like I guess like I just assumed he just kind of just watched Luke and just chilled out and just meditated in the Force yeah. and talking to Obi Wan like, maybe. I guess like I mean I Qui Gon to Qui Gon a little bit like yeah. you know it's like I I didn't you know 
obviously I'd never I pictured him being like a, a meat packer or whatever that is. Yeah, he's working in the Crate Dragon Meat Factory, which is awesome, first of all. I love his job, and I love how he takes a little sliver every day to, to bring back to his that, that's pack great. animal. As far as like directing, like in like the the kind of visuals, like cues, like the repetition of his life, like showing that as much as they did, without without really bogging down the episode either. Like you're just getting that same shot, but it was somehow satisfying watching him like do the same motions with the knife and like you know cut the thing. It just was visually, it worked to kind of like represent his life in such a little small action. But it's like man, he does this like every every day. <laughs> You know, and I, I look at it like penance, almost. Like, he's paying for his crime. And, like, this is kind of like his hard labor, in a sense. Like, being isolated, being alone. Um, he's not listening to the galactic news. You know, he doesn't have a radio or a, a subscription to the Net or whatever it is that they use. Um, it's because, you know, you know he, the, the way that we find Obi-Wan is... Really, he has the same amount of knowledge as he had at the end of Revenge of the Sith, in that he's got this training that he's going to try to do to commune with Qui-Gon, and he's, you know, going into exile. He's going to watch over the boy. That's his charge. Yoda gave yep. him, like, his, his marching orders. And so he's really, like, pushed out everything else. Uh, but the man's got to eat. Brother's got to eat here. So he's going and <laughs> working for a meatpacking factory. You know, doing this uh, just menial work, but it it works because it's out of sight. He's he's with like you know, just like day laborers. You know, just people coming doing a job. I love how they show payment. I love the little things about that meat factory. I loved watching his knife work, and I loved when he like punches out. It's like you get your chain. Like oh, there's yeah. your there's your pay for the day. But and, uh, uh, you know, go back to like him not doing checking the news for ten years. Like I. Initially, when I watched him, like I had made the comments, like how come he doesn't know who Darth Vader is? Like he's the most. Well, I was just gonna say, like it's like you know, it's the most known like entity in the universe right now. Like everyone knows him. It's like you're telling me you're that. I mean, it's been ten years. I mean, everyone knows seems to know who though. To who out in the outer rim at this meatpacking factory? Like watching his little like routine, it's not surprising that someone wouldn't be like. Hey, Obi-Wan, like with the Jawa, his Jawa friend wouldn't be like, hey, Obi-Wan, did you hear about this Darth Vader guy? Like They, it's they knew who they, would never the, the random bartender that you see at the beginning, the, you know, he knew what Inquisitors were. You know, it's like... He knew what Inquisitors were. He'd never seen one before, but he had an idea. Like, here comes imposing black ship. Here come these pale, pale-ass people <laughs> Weird, weird-looking guys in black armor with with stormtroopers. I think it's pretty. Sure. It, you could probably just put the put the you know, in let's say Obi Wan has heard about the Inquisitors. That doesn't mean he's heard about Darth Vader. I feel like Darth Vader is like a like if you're in the core worlds. Now we're talking like geography yes. in, in space. You know, if you're in the core, like, yeah, you know who he is because he's going around and, like, yeah, I guess helping he would, with he the Jedi. He wouldn't really push. go to the Outer Rim that much, I guess you're right. I mean, that's that's the ga- that's the gambit that they're taking. They're saying that Obi-Wan was just cut off from the world. But you know, my, my, what, I was go- what I was getting well, at, though, initially, initially that was my, my take. It's like, well, how, how come he's not paying attention? But then you, you make it make a good point, and I thought about it. It's like, 
you know, you you're so he's so depressed. He's probably de- he's depressed. You know, he's like they literally yes. went with the post dramatic stress thing that we see in like the YouTube videos on. Yeah, I mean they oh show they show him having nightmares. It's like and like he can't seem to connect with his master, and that's probably part of it. Is like he yep. he just doesn't have the 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 hopefulness, the light anymore. I guess. Uh, they, oh. there's, there's, there's a comment later on that sort of relates to that too, uh, when he's talking to Leia. Oh. Um, there's a little High Republic stuff being peppered in here. Did you did you also feel that? <laughs> sure. A little bit about like what the Jedi represent. You know, stuff that we didn't get in the prequels so much, but yeah, a little bit about like um, you know what what is a Jedi's purpose and why they're like the Inquisitor in the very beginning of the series talking to the bartender. Uh, by the way, I love that scene, but I really just love it. And I think we've said this before when we talked about it together. The Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor walking in and saying, you know who we are. I just love his voice. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're taking a lot of risk just walking into a bar and just going, you know who we are. <laughs> and he does. Inquisitors. Um, but I, I, there's, there's something about the PTSD. He's having these dreams. Also, by the way, I love that in his dreams he's seeing Anakin in the uh, Naboo fighter, you know, blowing up the Trade Federation ship. Like, they focus on... Makes even those fun moments from the prequels, like Episode 1 and 2, seem, like, sinister. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that because they are. They're, I mean, this kid has been bred... Uh, war has been... War and battle have been bred into this kid since, you know... He became, you know, an apprentice when he was taken off. Yeah, and he's already angry to go start off being a slave. I mean, they don't even. T- I feel like they didn't really push that idea as much. But like, he's such a he's such a such a well, you know, raised slave. Like, you know, Watto, he was a good slave master. I have to say, like, he tra- he gave him a house. <laughs> Clean up the shelves, and you can go home after that. But, but it's like he's like he gave him a house. But he's like I sold him to some to Klieg Lars. I hear he feed her and married her. I'm like whoa 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 whoa. He what now? <laughs> okay. But any, like, anyways, uh, I I do I, it, I, I. It's amazing. It's amazing that Anakin did not just cold as blood like cold blooded killed Watto right there. Like he did what? <laughs> He bought my mother and then married her. Like, yeah, I would be, I would be understandably upset. I, I just, I guess, I don't, I don't quite. You would think, you know, that Obi Wan. I mean, granted, yeah, he cuts himself off of the Force. So, okay, so that could be the explanation why he can't feel Anakin either, right? Or maybe which he is just, not unprecedented. You yeah, know, like Jedi I mean, maybe, maybe Darth Vader just has a different feeling too, so he doesn't really quite understand it or know it or. You know, it's different to him. He's not familiar with it. So I'll take that right there. Sure. Especially if after 10 years have gone by, it might just be like this disgusting black cloud of anger. Yeah. And he's so depressed and just so focused on his mission of, you know, Luke that Mm -hmm. maybe he just just kind of decided not to pay attention to wherever Vader was or the rest of the universe. But why is Bail Organa not reaching out to him to check in? Like, I mean, come on. Like, come on, Bail. Like, come on. Like, give a call oh, once in a while. On. Like, that's the point. Like, how? Like, you're not supposed. Like, if you're, <laughs> I think part of the point is is to not communicate with each other when you're in exile. I know, I know, but it's like you think like Bale's like, hey, that's... hey, 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 Obi Wan. Um, just so you know, Anakin 
is Darth? Well, maybe he doesn't know, but like he doesn't know that either, though. That's yeah. the thing. like a lot of people in the in the Republic Empire, a lot of people in the galaxy don't know who Vader is. That Anakin Skywalker is is Darth Vader. They assume that Anakin Skywalker died. So there's as many the big, did. Here's the big question I have for you. Hmm. Why does Reva know? That is my big question as well. Because it seems knows? like she's privy to some knowledge. Um, maybe, okay, here's here's my first prediction for episode four of this, or part four. We're going to see Anakin killing younglings. And she's going to be one of the younglings that, you know, like they kind of foreshadowed she was one of the younglings escaping during mm. Order 66. Uh, she's going to like run past a room and see Anakin Skywalker killing younglings and be like oh shit or like you know i'll add to that i'm gonna i'm gonna enhance your together and enhance it well because you think about there's the scene in episode three where uh, palpatine comes into the temple and he's like you've done well lord vader like you've done great lord vader maybe she sees that scene maybe maybe could that mean an ian mcdermott uh uh, he said he's not in it but he said maybe i think there's a rumor there's voices in it um, so, yeah, just like James Earl Jones, he, he no commented when he was asked, but clearly his voice is used. But they were using, like, um, I just wanted to mention this briefly. They're using, not like auto-tune, but they're using this company AI that, thing that yeah, they, like enhances. They like take all the they audio from the original movies. That's why, so somebody put it together, I, I, think, I think I sent you the link on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why that he, was right. His voice, his voice sounds different than Rogue One. It sounds more like original trilogy Vader, not Rogue One Vader. Yeah. Do you think that'll be like a special edition change, like George Lucas would make? They'll go back and they'll change the Darth Vader voice for Rogue, for Rogue One. I mean, or are people such... just trying to bury Rogue One and pretend like it never happened? Hey, Rogue One. I like Rogue One. It's my least favorite Disney one, but people think I it's got, got no tons of people that think it's like their favorite Disney film, and I'm like. I don't know. Like, I like it. It's great. The last 40 minutes is awesome. Like, it's pretty cool. Like, I like that battle with Scarif and, you know, they got yeah. the, the, you got the hammerhead Carillion ship hitting the, the, that was death, fun. the Star Destroyer. Yes. They, how they brought the old pilots from episode four in there. I, I mean, that was all really cool. You know, like there's so much good stuff. It's just like, it takes a lot to get there though. Burns. It takes a lot yes, to get a lot there. Of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. To get those glorious, At- as a rewatch, rebel, rebel, the, the first the rebel first, side burns. The first time you watch it, it's fine. Like I didn't mind it the first time I watched it, but when you rewatch it and rewatch it and rewatch it, yeah, that the whole story with uh, uh, Mads Mikkelsen and and Felicia, whatever, I mean Felicia, oh, what's her name? Felicity something? Felicity Jones? I don't know. I don't know her name. Whoever whoever played whoever played um, uh, Jada, what's her name? now? Oh, for the actual main character of yeah, the. Why do I not know her name? I feel uh, she's on my shirt. Why don't I know Jer- this answer? Jaina. Uh, I had the actress right. Her name is Felicity Jones. Uh, Jin okay. Urso. Well, I don't know where I got that from. Jill, Jin Urso. That's right. The Jada. Who is Who is Mads Mikkelsen in that movie? It's uh, it's uh, her dad. Really? He's the dad? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I did not dad. even recognize. Him as her father in that—that's funny. Yeah, he's he, he, he my little yeah. st- my little stardust. 
Yes. yes. And you got Forrest Whitaker in there. Save the save the save the dream. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Good anyways, stuff. anyways, Look, but um, but yeah, you're right. Vader's voice. To answer, but yeah, but you're you're asking about like Revo. How does? I mean, her character. She just seems like an ambitious inquisitor. Which they all seem to kind of be like they're just a group of of kind of crappy people to begin with. But the, the rest of them so, follow the rules for so there are if they're I guess. They're... <laughs> and she, yeah, she has like I feel like she's privy to some knowledge, or Vader is using her. Um, but here's my question to you: Do you think she's going to survive the series? Yes or no? Right now, tell me. Does she live past episode no. six? No, and she becomes good okay. at the end. That's my theory. Oh, you think she changes? Yeah, I think I think she's. Oh, I, I think she she's. Die. I mean, good in the sense that she's really not. At death, but good in the fact that she's not truly, really helping the Sith. She's doing. She's working with them to to support her means. Like she's dark now because of her need for revenge against Anakin uh, Skywalker. That's that's my theory. You don't. You don't think. You don't think that she is a. Um... Now I'm I'm just gonna float this by. I don't think this is a theory. Maybe it is. Somebody's had it, but just uh, off the cuff, you don't think that maybe she's like a deep cover operative type of thing, like trying to undermine the Inquisitors from within. I I think she has that kind of a storyline. Yeah, but like I think she's she's got to be the girl that was in the beginning of the of the, the first episode, right? And then if her, yeah. our theory of her seeing maybe who Anakin is during that battle makes her yeah. get angry. Maybe on on her like her escape, she she then somehow stumbles upon become seeing that Inquisitors are a thing. Part of her thinks that oh maybe if I let them capture me, I can get close to Vader. You know, it it might be something like a little bit similar to Fallen Order, where it's like not immediately in the temple but later on her and maybe some of the kids are caught and instead of like maybe she tries to put up a fight and and vader or whoever is like "Mm, you've got some fight in you like we'll take you Mm -hmm. you know like oh you're a strong force user like we'll take you like i wonder if vader takes like personally picks the inquisitor and picks her and that's where so she gets like a little close closer to him but i yeah i don't know how she gets that knowledge but here, sure here's yet. the thing though it's like okay so just to kind of talk about inquisitors now so we've talked about obi-wan and his mm-hmm. his like psd td then we got inquisitors you got the grand inquisitor um yep. you got you know you got the fifth brother is that the fifth brother uh, i think, I think fifth, so fifth brother fifth brother and then you got uh first. seventh sister i think is the is the two the two characters from rebels so he's the fifth brother, and she Riva is the third sister, which is after Trilla and, from uh, Jedi Fallen Order. She was second sister. Yes. What do the numbers even mean? Because don't, I don't think we really know. No, we don't. I don't. I don't even know if it means like order they were created, or if it means like like you're number one, you're number two, you're number three. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't even know if numbers are because we don't even know who the first brother and the first sister are. No, you know? we don't. Um, At least I don't. Not that I know of. I mean, that, that might be like the Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor himself, or something. But okay, I, I have a question for you. A, le- a legit question. I'm listening. Because all my I'm other questions legit. have been illegitimate. 
my legitimate question for you is this. Rebels is a series that takes place after these events, correct? Yes, that's correct. My question to you is, I watched the Grand Inquisitor die in Rebels. That's a big question that a lot of people have. The only the only clue we have to that is the director, gets... the showrunner, or somebody uh-huh. got interviewed and was asked the question about the death of the Grand Inquisitor. And his response was, all I can say is canon is canon, and that is all I can say. So Rebels is considered oh, canon. I thought you were going to say Rebels is no longer considered no, Rebels is still canon. So <laughs> what happened in Rebels happened. Why uh-huh. we don't know much about the Grand Inquisitor, I don't know. Like it's kind of weird. Like they just show him dead, but then that's the end of the conversation. It's like he doesn't show anymore. You know, it's like he's not necessarily dead. She just she stabs him, and usually that's a death in uh, Star Wars to get stabbed by a lightsaber. But I mean, he could just be chilling in the back of the tank somewhere. He's a, he looks like an alien, right. so maybe that's not where you can kill him. He doesn't have any vital organs there. Yeah. Is he like the Utapau? Uh, <laughs> uh, Utapaui? I don't know how the. I don't know what kind of yeah, race they are. I don't remember are. that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I there's a lot of ways you can handle that. He's a clone. He's not dead. It it's a different person. That's the same race. Maybe he has a brother. That would be funny if it was a different person and the guy who replaces him looks exactly like the rebels in Grand Inquisitor. Well, the the, the, the thing is, is people are like, oh, you had such a big problem about the way he looks. I know. Well, like, guess it, what? It, it, was, Wrong it, one. it wasn't the same one. <laughs> <laughs> that seems more likely now that I think about it. it it's just, they're just going to surprise us with the actual Grand Inquisitor and be like, that was my brother. You know who I am. Yeah, like I mean, there yeah. is a there is a I think an episode of of Rebels. I might be misquoting it, but I feel like there's a it's more of a Vision episode where there is more than one of them, and it's like a Vision cool. thing because he used to be like a Jedi. He used to be a Jedi guard of the temple. That's that was where he came from. That was his backstory. He was a one of the guards at the temple, and he was denied knowledge. Uh, I read all all on his Wikipedia page about <laughs> the Grand Inquisitor. He wanted to look in like the restricted section of the Harry Potter library, and they said no. Uh, Jocasta knew, told him no, 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 and that's why he held a kind of a grudge and became Grand Inquisitor of. The Dead. <laughs> um, okay, so really, the the focus of this first episode though is that Leia, Princess Leia, who we are introduced to, uh, played by this precocious ten year old. Uh, it does a pretty good job. I was surprised I think by. I think, I think more than a pretty good job. I don't think you can find a better Leia. I mean, really, it's hard to find a good ten-year-old actor. Period. I agree. I think and, she was a great ten-year-old actor. You know, I think. Yeah. She she acts like a ten-year-old. She's you know acts like Leia. Uh, you know, has that kind of like, I mean, a leader kind of quality. I mean, like, obviously, she's written well too. I feel like, but. I don't know, I she's really like her a lot. Me. Huh? She's she's maybe that's just how ten year olds are. But no, I said she's a little overwritten. Like she just talks and talks and talks, and then runs away for the longest chase scene in the second episode. <laughs> I, not, I was like, I, the second time watching it, I just fast forward it through the chase. I'm like, I don't need to see this. Like, there's nothing. Like once you see it once, it's like okay, they're chasing. Uh, but she does a lot of running away. 
Uh, she's she's pretty good at climbing trees, and that as as you saw at the very beginning of the episode, she's very like outdoorsy, you know, kind of a tomboy, if you will. Um, which like, I think droids. fits her character really well. That she's this kind of mix of like royalty and politics, but also, you know, this kind of, you know, this girl who wants who kind of craves adventure and 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 getting out and doing things for herself and not being prim and pretty all the time. Um, yeah, no, but, Leia really good. I, I think the talking well, a lot just kind of fits the Leia that we know from Episode Four. You know, okay. that's kind of where we see her. Like, you think about all the things with Leia. Like, she has something snippy to say every single moment. It's like, yeah, how old is she in Episode Four, though? Uh, nineteen. Like, how old is? Eighteen, eighteen. So you're. It's kind of like saying, like, for nine years, her personality is the same. There's like got to be a little bit more room for growth. I, I get it. It's hard to to write a character. You gotta write it. That, you, gotta, you gotta make it seem like that. I understand. I, I understand why they chose her because I can't think of another reason that would make sense for you to get Obi Wan off the planet. So mm-hmm. if she's a MacGuffin to get Obi Wan off the planet and to like re-enter Darth Vader's, you know, like to get them to cross paths again, so be it. it it's one that makes sense at least, you know, in in. In the in the lore of the universe, yeah, that, I, yes, I, didn't, I didn't need to like honestly, I didn't need to see a, a. You see Luke obviously in the show, like I like how he gives him the the little ship that we didn't even talk yeah. about Owen yet, but um, oh Owen, <laughs> but he's I, got like ten lines, but he but steals the episode. I, I initially our theory was that like you know the Sith were going to come to the Tatooine and then he he just runs off the planet to get them off the planet, but like I don't know what else you could do. Like re- that's to me. This was the Leia thing was perfect. Like I liked the fact also just brought us a reason to see Bail Organa again. Uh, we got a brief, I love Jimmy Smith. Yeah, yes, a brief cameo, see through, not overused. I like how it wasn't like this big moment. Like it was just like, just hey, him. he's over there. there. He is. Um, yeah. Alderaan, he got to see, which is great. You know. Oh yeah, I um, like the uh, Alderaanians, or uh, I don't know how you say it, but they they got style, man. People on Alderaan, they got style. <laughs> So yeah, a lot of class. Pe- people have been like, cre- like looking, like digging into episode four a lot just to see like plot holes of like, okay, no one obviously everyone kind of assumed based on the the, the lines and everything of episode four that o- Leia has never met Obi Wan before. That's sort of like kind of I guess the assumption based on like her message to him, like you fought you fought That's with my really the only interaction they have because they don't ever actually see each other. Yeah, in but... episode four, like they rescue her. And then Obi-Wan dies in his fight exactly. with Vader. So, so they never cross paths, really. Just pe- the message. People are just kind of pointing at that stuff a little bit. Like like I mentioned, like, okay, why is it? Why does she like request his help in a weird way? It's like, well, he's, she's trying to l- deliver the, mes- the message a little bit differently. As if, like, you know, like, you know, just so in case someone grabbed the message or something like that. Like, kind of being a little more, uh, you know, hidden about it. But the thing that, like, somebody pointed out that I thought was really, really interesting is that Luke says when he, like, grabs Leia out of the cell, it's like, I'm here with Ben Kenobi. Um, You know, he's... She goes, Ben Kenobi? Yeah, like, as if she knows Ben like ben Kenobi. So she yep. meets him as Where? Ben Kenobi, right? You know, it's like... Yes, yes. If he said Obi-Wan Kenobi, she would have been like, do you mean Ben Kenobi? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And I, I buy that. I buy that. I buy that. Like, she sent the message to, like, she knows who he is. She knows that his name is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Because at a, at a certain point, like, her father must have explained it to her. 
you know, like, remember that thing that happened to you when you were 10? Well, let me just give you a little bit of backstory. Like, she knows that she's adopted, in a sense. You know, mm-hmm. she knows that she's not. Um, and and what the show is doing, which I didn't expect, was that they're showing that she is showing in the Force. You know, there's little moments, like, with her mother, where she's like, I'm sorry, Mama, I didn't mean to do that. And she's like, stop that. I actually felt that. You know, like, she's using a little Force influence on her mother. You know, like she's like little moments like that throughout these three episodes where she's she's sensing stuff. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I guess I never they never did it in the original trilogy, except for the one moment in Empire when she connects with Luke, you know, like she can sense where Luke is. I mean, she could maybe they do it in Return of the Jedi. I think they do it again in Return of the Jedi. But it's not like overly focused well, she, on she feels, never think she feels like, Luke. oh wow she's a force user she feels luke that isn't isn't dead uh at the end of yes. her yes um yeah, i mean it. you could even say that she used the force to kill java i mean there's so many ways you could say that right it's like, it's like you know, i mean she does did you see the way that she swings the chain around his neck like <laughs> that's pretty amazing like maybe just like a little like i want the chain to go this way got it yeah you know got him <laughs> Like she was just really hoping that it would happen the way that yeah. she. Le- Le- Leia it. was the Leia was the Finn of the original trilogy. That's what I was. <laughs> <laughs> but it actually went someplace, yeah. you know. <laughs> hey, we have, we have resulted in something. Oh, excuse me. She makes a lightsaber apparently. Excuse me. Um, but no, I I I like I, I did you notice like in the chase scene though you mentioned chase scenes like so that's like some of the like kind of downsides about the first episode since we've been focusing on those is like. Is is the Leia chase scenes? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry, audio listeners. I can't stop myself. Blessing upon you. Oh, um, but there, there's one where she's in the woods and the like the really horrible like I don't know these minions that Reva gets to kidnap her. Uh, flee, flee um, from the red hot chili peppers. Who, 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 are, who are thwarted by branches. Um. <laughs> Um, but there's a point where oh, she's like funny. running away, and they have the shot of Leia like kick sliding like under a branch. I'm like, what the... oh. does she play baseball? Like I don't understand. You don't know how many situations she's been in where she's had to slide under like yeah, a, I, I, a like the life of a, an Aldranian princess. Aldranian, Aldranian, Aldranian. Must be must be Alderani. Um, man, I gotta say that the, the the conversation she has with uh, with with uh, Bail Organa though, where he's like, you know, telling, oh, it's wrong, but you know, good job, like good good dad talk. I like that. Um, I like that. But then she does exactly what a ten year old would do and goes out and does it again. Yeah, you know, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> he's like, immediately I, I, what did you expect? Work. But no, like in that conversation though, it's kind of like there's a sort of like this kind of sad. Co- it was meant to be like a happy thing. Like one day you're gonna rule this planet, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> it is. It is. It is bittersweet, and I and I love like seeing how you know like kind of advanced and how life is on Alderaan because it makes its destruction even more poet. You know, mm. I think it's important because when Alderaan is destroyed in A New Hope, you're just like, oh wow, that thing can destroy a whole planet. And, and, you know, Obi-Wan, like, you know, is like, oh, like, I just felt like millions of voices crying out in, in terror and then were suddenly silenced. Like, those are cool moments, but nobody really gives a crap about Alderaan after that. Like, it's just a show of force. 
into our main characters except for Leia. <laughs> which I'm kind of surprised. Maybe like that is something that could have been explored in the original trilogy a little bit more. Is her obvious distress at her home planet being destroyed and yeah. everyone that she's known. and supposedly of somebody that in, in, in watching ben kenobi die like that supposedly yeah. she has a big relationship with <laughs> she's uh, a lot tougher than we give her credit for. but I'm instead the people have been pointing this out instead she gives luke a blanket because luke's all sad oh, he's cold he's cold space is cold you know <laughs> no you from a hot planet, like, oh, Luke. Man, I can't believe he's gone. I just met him yesterday. And he's like, yeah, I get it. Here's a blanket. Yeah, I get it. No, it comes from a place of someone who's dealt with a lot of trauma and knows how to deal with it. She's like, here's a blanket, big guy. You're like, you'll make it. It's okay. And she's looking over at Han Solo like, he's so cute. He's so, you know, he's adorable with his, you know. I know Ben Kenobi. I just wanted to be a Jedi. It's okay, champion. It's okay, Tiger. All right. That's really funny. Um, so it really makes the <laughs> like the point of view of Luke Skywalker kind of like asinine. <laughs> it's like, like, like you got, you got Leia. Like, look at Leia's health. Yeah. She's like, man, you like, man, that that what that she like like tw- twenty minutes before Ben Kenobi dies, her entire planet blows up. She loses her dad. Mom, Lola, everyone, everyone, <laughs> Lola. <laughs> she loses everybody that she's ever known. She's lost her childhood home. Everything, everything that planet is, is wiped off the map, and she's like, "Look at this little bitch!" And his crying over this guy he met through. Here, take a blanket. Take a blanket. She's strong. She's a strong young woman. So the uh, true sibling love, right there. That's true. True sibling love, you know. Uh huh. Or do you think she was like, I'm going to mack it to this guy later. I better, you know, plant the <laughs> seed now. Here's a blanket. Remember who uh, helped you out here when it gets cold in space again. Also, did you see this, like, the matching of the Padme and Anakin putting a blanket or uh, getting a blanket for him the way Leia gets him a blanket? Oh. <laughs> that's, the, that's a woman's job in uh, George Lucas' Star Wars, to get blankets for the men. Anyways, I digress. Uh, but okay, okay, we've talked a lot about the first episode here. We got to talk okay, a little we bit about the second episode a little bit. Okay, but look, they get to die. You where um, they they meet the the fake Jedi Haja. I thought that was, was fun. I thought that was that's like the best comedic. Jedi wait, Knight. I have to say, I've watched all the Marvel shows from Disney Plus so far, and that's got to be probably my favorite. Like like you know, comedic moment. Well done. Like you know, you know, comic relief type stuff. I liked, I liked his character. I enjoyed. It was not bad, and he's like a a likable character, and his jokes are at his expense. Is he so dead? Funny. They don't I show that. Think, they don't show. I don't it. think so. I think he just she just leaves him. She just takes the information out of his brain, Kylo Ren style. <laughs> but she'll just cut and... off random old ladies. Like we won't take your empire. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm like. I... I really actually love that part. I'm like, finally, some old person is getting... Get out of here, you have Enough of a Skywalker getting their arms and legs chopped off. Finally, somebody else. <laughs> I love how the Inquisitors are just like, what are you doing? That's not how we do things. We don't no, torture they're so, people. They're so like, the teacher's gonna be mad at us. Like, what are you doing? Only he like, can torture people in the streets. 
He's like, isn't our name Inquisitors? Like, what the fuck do you think we're supposed to do? She's like the first, like, real Inquisitor who's like, no, 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 no. Listen, if you want results, you got to take some limbs. Um, oh my God. Like, I like, I love the, what is it, the third brother, the fifth brother, the fifth dude brother. with his big hat? Yeah, fifth brother. Um, I love how he's just like, you get what you deserve. He's such, like, butt sore, you know? He's just so pissed off that that's nothing's my going seat. Way. I'm next in line. <laughs> how is he next in line? He's the fifth brother. I don't understand. She's third sister. Like, what is, how does this all work? <laughs> give me... Give me, give me an instruction manual. Come on, Dave Filoni. Me, join the Inquisitors. Become, you know, twelfth brother. How, do, how does it work? Nobody knows. Nobody knows, really. And and I think that's kind of important information, at least for us. I'm gonna you and I. I don't want to make it seem like we don't know what we're talking about. How does the numbering for Sith Inquisitors work? Google knew what I wanted to ask. That was the weirdest way to ask for it. <laughs> Though, I don't know. I'm glad that it it worked. Uh, so, how do you dumb simple question? I'm on Reddit. Comments. I got a little uh, prop here, too. Another yeah, one. no, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't really show anything yeah. according to three months ago. It doesn't. Just said, I just suppose it was a power ranking system, somebody thought. My Dio. Um, power <laughs> ranking? But then she's third. So do they not like if like if like the fourth brother dies, is he still the fifth brother? Like is that kind of how that works? Yeah, this was my question too. Like, do they go up the ranks? (laughs) No. Nobody nobody fucking knows. They don't even know. They haven't figured it out yet. Dave Filoni knows. Dave Filoni knows. I bet he knows. No, he doesn't. He's like, I'll think about it and I'll get back to you. Like they've asked him, they're like, Can you figure this out? But no, but he was trained by he was trained by George Lucas. And George Lucas knows until when he does, he will let you know. <laughs> wow. It was really hard to hear you talking out of your ass there for a second. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, the, in the in the second episode is when uh, Reva, you know, is chasing and gets very close to Kenobi and almost, you know, fights him. In the and, longest and... parkour running sequence that I... <laughs> <laughs> of all the times that they show Jedi's amazing skills, why was this one the one they used wires for? Did you notice that? It was just like, like why that, did yeah. poor Reva have to work so hard? In the, all the other, in every other Star Wars medium, they just show them like, they CGI the hell out of them and they go. But I forget, this is a TV show. So the budget is. It's also in the vault. Low. It's made in the vault. So they're still learning how to use that. Or the volume. The Sorry, the volume. You know what the volume is? You don't know what the volume is? The volume? <clears throat> That's the big, about? like, crazy soundstage they used to make all these shows. That's the, They started with The Mandalorian. So, like, all the set, all the all around is a big video wall. And that's how they change the backgrounds. It's, it's a big, gigantic screen that shows the background. That's the volume. It's a circular huh. video screen that goes around, and they just bring in the, like, so they the, wheel, the props. They wheel in props and yeah, and they like, just set the stage. And that's how they get, the, that's how they change the back the, the the background to make it look like hmm. yeah, it's it's like they they have like three of them now. Um, I think Thor Ragnarok is going to use it for or not Thor Ragnarok Thor Love and Thunder is using the volume in Australia, but hmm. Mandalorian was kind of like the first one that used it. 
Okay. You should so look it up. It's really, it's really cool looking, the, the volume. looks nice. All right. Okay. Um, okay, so that might be part of why... Uh, anyways, the poor woman had to use wires like this. She had to do her own stunts, which, I mean, is cool, but still, like, it, it felt odd. It felt like I was watching, like, a Matrix movie for a minute. You know, like, one of the original Matrixes, Matrices. Uh, yeah, and, I, mean, I don't mind, like, the flashy jumps and whatever. I just kind of, like, take it with a grain of salt. You know, it's like, I'm like, whatever, these are people. They're not really... Jedi, I, I just know. use my imagination. What, what I was more joking at, it's like she sees the fight, and he's like doing all this crazy stuff, and she's running like crazy yeah, forever. forever to get over there. <laughs> yes, yes. But in the I, third episode, I, she could get to the other side of the cave in like five seconds, so I don't understand her. Yeah, her... I was surprised that, yeah, like the, uh, everything had like kind of resolved itself, and then she showed up, and it was like, I thought she was going to be right there, and this was all going to like come to a head. Mm-hmm. But anyways, this is the scene where Grand Inquisitor comes. He's like, "No, no, no, no! I'm taking it over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the investigation." And you know, he's here. Great. I'll, I'll bring him in. And she's like, "Boom!" with a stabby lightsaber. No, I'll do it. Uh, mm-hmm. He falls over, presumably dead. Grand, Quis- uh, Grand Inquisitor or- messed that up. I think she could have got Obi, or at least they would have had a confrontation. Yeah, that was a terrible idea. It's like. Okay, stand down. If if he really wanted to like penalize her, he should have just let her try. And if she failed, he could have, you know. But we can't do the the Inquisitor's job for him. Remember, this might not be even the real Grand Inquisitor. This might be the Grande Inquisitor, <laughs> for all we know. You know, <laughs> an E on the end of. So this, that's why his head's so big. He's, this this big is this Inquisitor. is third Grand Inquisitor. We haven't met second or first Grand Inquisitor. Either. Oh my god. Shoot me in the face with this fucking numbering system. <laughs> it sounds cool. Yeah, it does sound until cool. Until you try to figure it out. It sounds cool until you start adding more and you're like, wait, third is lower than fifth? How does that work? Power rankings. Give me a break. Well, no, I just, that's not uh, his guess. I, that's not officially what it is. I was just like, I can't find an answer. All right. So let's, let's talk about the best part of episode two of this, of part two. Um, in my opinion, is at the end after Reva tells him that Anakin Skywalker is alive, like Darth, and he's looking for you, Obi Wan. He's looking for you, and you know you see the terror basically on Obi Wan's face as he realizes that Anakin is still alive, Darth Vader is still alive. So um, when they get on the little cargo ship, him and Leia, and they're escaping. Uh, I really like it. And she, he's like ignoring Leia and, and, and he's like opens himself up to the force, maybe like really for the first time in a while and like searches and says like Anakin. And then immediately yeah. you get loud bah! and Vader's eyes opening in the back to tank. I love that. I was just like, that's exactly what I would always hope. The minute that Darth Vader realized that Obi-Wan was still alive, it would be that it would be like, mm-hmm. like, alert like in metal gear since you're you know such a fan of the series now when you get the exclamation point above their heads like that like yeah you know attention no that was that was awesome i was glad to see like more faceless vader i guess you know like i i i'm i want to we'll get more of that in episode three but like i just go with episode two like i i uh i thought it was interesting with obi-wan like interacting with people 
Uh, like he gets the random spice bomb that he uses against the bad guys. Like, like yeah, it's that like that was actually you and McGregor's daughter too. Who yeah, played that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like but, street girl who I, gives him the dealer. And then I, I did like the fact that he was trying his best not to use the force. Like he was so pushing himself not to use it. But then obviously, I, I wondered. I wondered if he was not using the force to not draw attention to himself. Yeah, um, I think that's why he well. said he says that. Okay, but I also thought that maybe like doing so would also you know bring bad memories as well. I don't know. No, I think it was to draw attention. Like you know, people are hunting Jedi, so it's like you can't use the Force. Um, so, how does he expect to commune with Qui Gon if he can't use the Force? That was what you know. I was like, you're trying to do this, but you're doing it. Well, he's just kind of wrong. I'm hoping, like, hoping Qui Gon will do the work. I guess. Yes, the guy who's dead would do the work. <laughs> But yes, he's still alive. Uh, in the force. Maybe maybe that's the um, surprise thing. Maybe it's Qui-Gon. Maybe Qui-Gon is alive still. We find that out. Oh, that would be great. Uh, yeah, he's, he's like living with a family. He's got like six We're going to get Liam Eason voice or something. You know, like it's got yeah, to happen, right? Like, I mean, they, they yeah. set this up. So, like, they really emphasize that in the recap video, too. It's like, it's like oh, yep. you're going to learn to commune with him. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to see in whatever way that they include Liam Neeson finally. Um, maybe he'll his character will have some you know actual some more depth. We'll learn a little bit more about Qui Gon and Obi Wan together. Maybe uh, I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful for that, but I doubt that it'll be too much. It'll be a little bit. It'll just be a little bit, Justin, because that's what they like to do to us nowadays. They like to give us what they what we ask for, but in very small doses. So sure. we'll get. Um, but what we did get in a good, in a good amount of dose, a good dosage size was Darth Vader kicking some ass. Yeah. Um, before we get being there, Darth before Vader. we get to talking about episode three and Darth Vader kicking ass, we mm-hmm. can just take a quick break. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about episode three, not revenge of the Sith, the super <laughs> revenge of the Sith, the real revenge, <laughs> the remake. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. And we're back. Um, All right. Uh, so to continue your comment, you said we have a lot of kicking ass from Darth Vader. Where you, yes. can bring, you can bring him up on the, the webcam if you want. Um, you still have <laughs> him. <laughs> it was in my hand as I said it. There he is. Um, um, before he kicks ass, back. before he kicks ass, just to start off episode three, we get an awesome Vader armory scene, like an armoring scene. Like yeah, yeah, I get to see it suiting up, setting the tone. He's out for business. He's out for business, man. And you get to see him on his cool little throne in Mustafar, in his in his fortress there, and talking to Riva, mm-hmm. um, and basically saying, you know, like find him and I'll make you Grand Inquisitor. Because as Darth Vader, I don't give a I don't give a crap about Inquisitors. You guys are just tools to me. Yep. So yeah, find him or not, uh, you're dead. So find him, and you can have whatever title you want. You can be 20th sister, whatever that means. Who cares? You can be first brother. I don't care. <laughs> be funny that you get so many of them. They're like, they're like, they're like, uh, they have to double up. So it's like exits on the through way. Like it's like second, second A sister and second B sister. Oh, two A, exit two A. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, but uh, no, I, I, like, I like that beginning. You got like, you know, Obi-Wan trying to commune with Master Qui-Gon again. And you're at the same time seeing the Anakin Armory scene. 
But I have to say, before we get to Vader, like, I mean, I know he's he does, we have some really great things to talk about at the a end here. Meteor. What? What? What more do you want? Like, I don't know. I thought the whole journey on, on this planet that they're on, I can't remember the name of the... Apuzo. Apuzo. Um, like him, like oh, having man. to like thwart all the the stormtroopers. You got you got Zach Braff with the aliens. That's Zach Braff, by the way. If you didn't know that, that's Frick. which one was he? Frick, the weird guy that picks them up. Oh, that's Zach Braff. Oh, that's fine. I saw his name in the credits. I was like, who the hell was he? I thought maybe he might have been one of those stormtroopers. No, he uh, voices but, uh, uh, Frick, uh, Frick, that Frick. weird alien-looking thing. Driver. Yeah. But I don't. Okay. I, I like that whole like interaction fun. with you got, you got like the vision of Anakin, which was not what I expected, but kind of a cool way to bring Hayden, actual Hayden, into the into the into the episode. What do you mean? What vision? He sees playing? like Anakin in the desert. Like he's just kind of confused. Like he, he. Oh, is that Anakin? Yeah, that's Anakin just standing in the desert and disappears all of a sudden. I didn't know who that was. Yeah, that's I Anakin. thought that it was definitely Hayden. That's Hayden. That's Hayden. That's Hayden Christensen. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you you're saying definitely? Yeah. Well, I mean... I thought it might have been a young Qui-Gon Jinn. I thought it might have been a younger version of himself. No, no. Like, that, I thought that, that, that they was... made it per, per, like purposely kind of vague to just plant this idea, like, Obi-Wan is seeing someone. No, I... I thought it might have been, like, a Qui-Gon kind of reference. No, that's definitely... definitely that was definitely do. Anakin, as, as Obi-Wan remembered him. Because you got to think he... Spoli doesn't know what Darth Vader looks like. So. Okay. They, they just cloaked him. That, I don't know why I put the hood up, though. I don't know why. Though. Yeah, okay. If that was meant to be Anakin, I, I feel like that was poorly conveyed. I don't know. Oh, I, mean, I, I thought it'd be like me. We, we both. Zoom in? No. I, I, that's what everyone has said that I've seen online, and that's what me and Amber initially had said when we first saw it. Oh, you guys are all weirdos. <laughs> you just don't know Anakin. Definitely. Obviously, I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know him. <laughs> I couldn't pick him out mm-hmm. of the crowd. Big Canadian ass. Let's see if you can find a picture. We'll, we'll put it on the screen for review. Um, yeah, you put it up. Anakin. You put it up there. Now I'm going to talk about Darth Vader. Because you finally, you, you stop butting me and beforeing me. <laughs> But no, I wanted talk to talk about, about the whole Leia interaction and like talk about it with her mother and all that stuff. But you can talk about Vader. That's fine. It's all inconsequential because we really just care about what's happening between these two. It's an Obi Wan story, and it's an Obi. Maybe o- that's and, and what yes. you think. Yeah, that is exactly what I think. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. That is precisely what I think. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Talk about Vader. Back to the Space Wizards. I want to say that um, watching Darth Vader in this way made me actually kind of afraid, which was good yes. because this was the kind of Vader that we've read about and heard about but never actually gotten to see. And to see him methodically, like he, he comes into that town, he knows Obi-Wan is in there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how do I get Obi-Wan's attention? Let me just start killing people. Let me just start hurting, putting the hurt on people, and let's see. I, I love this whole Inquisitor idea. The Jedi will hunt themselves because they can't help it. Yeah, They have to help. So the way you hunt a Jedi is you hurt people, and that will bring, you know, that'll draw a Jedi out, and the Jedi will, will, will come and help. 
Uh, by the way, did you notice in the very first episode, in the very first scene, really, with the Grand Inquisitor, how he's like, um, you know, examining the room and he sees like the lightsaber marks, blaster fire on yeah. the walls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I, I love like little little subtle. They're not so subtle, but like these little little things that are peppered in, you know, to like help you, like say, like, oh, this is what he's seeing. Yeah, I mean, but, like, the owner's like, oh, that's just a local artist. That's what that's what he does to the. It's our Banksy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he comes and just hits random, <laughs> random cantinas. Um, listen. When Darth Vader stops with that, when he actually is, like, chasing Obi-Wan, I love thinking, like, you, there are very few moments where you can, like, read what's what's on Darth Vader's mind because of the mask. But there are plenty of times in this episode where you can, like, I know what he's thinking. And, like, the first time he, like, confronts Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan runs away, they just, like, focus on Vader for a second. He's just like, all right. This is where he is now. Okay, so this is my game now. There's this very like clear like, oh, I have the upper hand here. Like I clearly have the upper hand. I think he's disappointed, to be honest. Yeah, a, a little bit like, ah, uh, okay, but he's gonna roll with it, and I, you know, he takes them and he he basically like lifts them and throws them into you know this burning material and burns him, and he's just like. You're going to feel what I felt. And I'm not going to be quick. I'm going to let this take a long time. And he is no... He's like in no rush. He's in no rush. He's going to embrace the plant-based opportunity. That's what he's going to do. What the hell are you doing over here? You're trying to zoom in on this thing? It's there he is. Bad. It's right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. If anybody's watching this video, it looks like nondescript Jedi. But it's, really. it's got... It's hated. It's the only answer. It is Aiden Christensen. There's the Listen only answer. The only answer. Only a Sith deals in absolutes, Justin. How many times do I have to show this picture to you? That is Aiden Christensen. Okay, that's a little better because I can see the eyebrows. And if I look to the bottom, like a little bit to the left and down one, I can see the picture of him like talking to Palpatine. You can see the same eyebrow line. <laughs> the eyebrows instead of... <laughs> it's all... this. It's... I'll try to zoom it in. I can't zoom it in. It won't let me zoom it in. Or um, but no, that is definitely that is, that, that is definitely Hayden. All right, all right, all right, fine. Crazy fine. person, you. Right. Could have been Babu Frick. Could have been anybody. Nobody knows. That's Ben Kenobi. Uh, you, you ever heard of him? <laughs> ben Kenobi. Uh, so <laughs> look that that the way he t basically tortures Obi Wan, and when he's like, "Oh, Obi Wan's escaping," and he's just like watching it. It, it was chilling. He's just like, I'm going to make this last. I'm going to enjoy every minute of this. Like, this is 10 years in the making. This guy, you know, like, uh, he <laughs> he maimed me, let me burn. Like, you should have let me die. He, like, it's he the made me kill my He made, my, kill my, made me kill my wife. Like, you know, it's like... Oh, that's right. Yeah, I guess you could say... I mean, Obi-Wan being there sure. made him kill his wife, in a sense. From, uh, with sadness. <laughs> with sad. She died of the sad. <laughs> well, he was jealous of Obi-Wan initially, right? You know, like, so, like, he, he, like, you brought him to kill me, you know, like, he, that's what he was thinking, so. You know, and there was a little bit of friction between them in episode two when it came to protecting her in the very beginning of the movie, you know, while, like, what their mission was and 
Even at the end of episode two. Like, he wanted to save Padme, and Obi-Wan stopped him. She would do her duty. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um... I love when he says that. Like, what would she have done? Uh, she would have just left me, you know, in the desert. <laughs> she would. <have>. She. <laughs> she doesn't know you from Adam. Go. Let's go fight the Sith, like the Sith Lord. Let's go get your arm cut off. Let's go. I need her. <laughs> um, as far as like the Darth Darth Vader commentation, I, I I loved like seeing him walk through the streets and like doing. Though, I mean, obviously, it's kind of, kind of weird saying, I love seeing him murder people. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing to like. I'm not going to lie. It's a weird thing to like. They, I, I guess it's like... It, waiting to see. It was surprising seeing... I mean, it's not like Star Wars has never been violent, but you've always you know treated it as a sort of like kid-friendly violence. It's really odd to explain. It's like... Like, by kid-friendly, I mean, like, it's just kind of cheesy and campy, and it's still violent. Like, yeah, you got some people's arms cut off, but it's that, it's that adventure type. It's never bloody, or it's never, like, in the original trilogy. I'm talking about the original trilogy. What? The first the first action in the original trilogy is Obi-Wan Kenobi cutting off somebody's arm, and the, the bloody arm... Yeah, you know, but it was still rated PG. I'm just saying that it wasn't, like... But it, you don't—you're not seeing people get their necks snapped and dragged across the ground, like I mean, <laughs> like I mean, it's just something. It's, I guess the act—the the, the violence is is violent, but it's sure. it's it's framed and like it's like blocked in a way that makes it less violent. Like for instance, Django Fett getting his head cut off, like it's not that violent, but yet it is pretty violent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's I just, love that. You made me watch that scene over and over because you were like, look, the head goes one way and the helmet goes another. Yeah. It's and it was same like thing. we watched the shadow of the head bounce away. And I'm like, oh my God, I never. I never the, the, same thing, the same thing for, um, uh, for Count Dooku. Like, you can see his head hit the ground yes. if you freeze it. But, yes. like, it's such a. It's, like, realistic, but they block it and frame it in a way that's like. A kid can still watch, like a, you know, a twelve-year-old can still watch this. It's it's not as impactful, and you're right. Like the violence in this is is violent, and what he's doing is terrible. But it's it is kind of shown in a way where it's focusing on him more and not on the suffering of the people. Like that's very brief. They focus yeah. on it for a moment just to give you an idea of what's happening to this person. Then they move on, um, which I don't know says something about us as a culture too, where we're just like. Oh yeah, those people were just murdered. You know, yeah. Cool. What happens Perfectly next? Fine. Where's Obi Wan? It happens in you our know, country like... all the time. It's, it's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Not a commentary on anything, right? Anyways, I'm sorry. I got anyway. horrible things happening in the United States. Now so I'm gonna that. die of the sad. Justin. <laughs> Anyways, um, I did like that. Um, there is a part of me just to be a little more critical, which rarely I am with Star Wars. I, oh, I, please do. I got the slide whistle ready. Go for it. <laughs> no. And I, I've heard this on some other podcasts, too. It's like, there's something about Vader in modern-day cinema that he doesn't look as, like, his, like, costume doesn't look quite right. I don't know if it's just better cameras that just, like, showcase it looking weird. But, like, I feel like I don't know what it is, but just something's off with Vader in these newer versions of him. Even in Rogue One, I thought he looked kind of odd. 
a little bit. It does look a little odd. They they still haven't figured out the cape thing. The cape thing has been like a, a, a that's one part of it. Um, and also the cinematography of the first of the original trilogy, I think, has a lot to do with it, too. Because when he's on screen in the original trilogy, he takes up like most of the screen. Anytime he's on, he's never small. He's never like yeah. He's framed. Really, like, very very rarely do you see him like in just like walking around, you know, or doing some. He's always you know presented. It's always like very constructed the way that he looks. And it's imposing, and it's meant to be imposing. Plus, like I that. feel like even the, when he's the sets they put him on make more sense for his costume. So you think about it, he's on like a white hot planet. He's on a white Carillion planet. You never see him walking around a forest. You don't ever really see him on a desert, which, you know what I mean? Like, walking around a forest with, like, a squirrel running by. <laughs> like, I mean, you don't, like, 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 like him being on Mustafar is odd, because, like, it just doesn't, like, the contrast and the visual looks weird. It looks like he's not, like, the lighting doesn't look right on his black cape. Where, on the white contrast of, like, the, tat, like, the, the Carillion Corvette... It, yes. it looks right. Like, even a Death Star, which is very grays, and it's just, like, I think the palette behind him, right? Yeah. Right, and that's, that. I like what you're saying, like, it has a lot to do with, like, the cinematography of the way that they shot those scenes, and, like, kind of the, the not necessarily, like, rich colors, but, like, the contrast of him in those scenes. Even, like, the metallic gray of the Death Star, he's, like, part of it, but he's still, like, like, he the way that he stands especially like in in empire you can't like see all his bells and whistles he's just this black figure and that's kind of like the point is that he's this you know imposing darkness um the it's like the more they give us of him it's like the less we want you know it's like no i'd rather there be a little bit of mystery i'd rather there be a little bit you know you know fuzziness and like not really sure how big he is or how they, they you know how he moves exactly they, they try to That's do that with this like predator type attack that he was doing on obi-wan right he's like in the darkness and then he peers and then in the darkness he appears it's like but the thing is it's like when he when he would show up in the light it's like the first thing i would see was his belt and so it's yes. like, it's like <laughs> and i'm like were those always on those lights on the belt and then i go back and look and i'm like yeah i guess they were on I just never noticed. It's like, them. Let, like they should have they should have like lit it a little differently so that maybe his helmet showed first or like maybe the lightsaber was in front so it like it lit up him differently. Like I don't know. Like I feel like they could have been a little bit better lighting. Obi Wan's angle though with his lightsaber was really cool. Like I like that was I, interesting. I yeah. love that. And like the terror of holding, you know, a laser sword and trying to defend yourself in the dark. Who well, he hasn't was... used in ten years. I mean, he hasn't used that lightsaber right. in ten years. I want to know exactly how rusty he is, or is it like he needs to be like feeling the full force to just like, you know, be back into you know not be as rusty. He, he's not getting uh, the light yet. He's not feeling the light. He's he's just, he's light. in the darkness right now. I mean, I you know if he wasn't, I feel like Obi Wan. It shows his character. I feel like he, I mean, he's touched the dark side a little bit when he fought Darth Maul. Like it shows that like, he referenced that before where he kind of like let his anger and like of revenge get to him a little bit they write that i think in the novels and stuff because qui-gon just died so like yeah. he's he's yeah. i mean he's watched his somebody he's loved who he refused to like commit to and clone wars die i mean like he has seen a lot of horrible things <laughs> like i mean yeah. but he i think he's just a broken man he does but he still doesn't let the dark get to him maybe that's why he shut him off from the forest because he's afraid that the dark side will consume him 
Um, sure. I mean, the, the dark side comes not just when you're feeling like anger or, you know, hatred. It comes when you're feeling doubt and, you fear. know, in fear and, and these kinds of things are what motivate, you know, force users towards the darkness or at least to turn away from the light. So, you know, he's really kind of like on this knife's edge between, you know, wanting to hide and protect Luke, but at the same time, like, if it came to it, I, I wonder how much of the force he would use if he was, you know, like the situation with Leia falling is like, I have to use it now. Like I have tried not to, and but there's nothing else I can do. Like, even for a moment when she's, like, hanging on, he's like, hold on. And he's like, I'm trying to get to you. And any Jedi would have just been, like, like lift you up right away. Like, seeing you in danger, like, okay, I'll stop it. Yeah. But he's like, how can I, as Obi-Wan or as Ben, the person, you know, help you? Uh, the Force is not his first go-to anymore. It's not his... It's not a comfortable place for him. Mm -hmm. But now he's got to, like, I feel like, okay, because this is my last question for you before we wrap things up, and this is going to take a, a little bit, I think. I want to ask you about predictions for four, five, six. Really, like, what's the end game of the series? Where does the series leave us? You know, because the next time we do a video like this or another uh, podcast episode like this, we're going to be reviewing the last three episodes and kind of the season as a whole. Um, so, where do you think we're going to be going in the next? three episodes where do you think we'll be taken and where do you think you know we'll be left like where is the story going to leave us um i mean i think they blindsided us so much with leia it's throwing me off like it's hard to predict because i know you know obviously leia survives reva has leia right now obi-wan's injured which we didn't talk about getting burned like which is pretty awesome yet horrible at the same time. Like, kind of convenient yeah, like, that just happened to place the fire thing to lit up, but, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I love how he, like, it's funny, it's not funny, but I mean, like, it's amazing how he's, like, he, he's fighting him for a minute, he's fighting him with a lightsaber, one-handed. And this is the Darth Vader at this time that can fight two-handed. You know? And he's just like, okay. Well, that's how he fights Luke. Anywhere. That's how he fights and Luke. And then he just, like, and then he just, like, lifts him up with the force. Yeah. And he's like, yep, okay, this is what I'm going to do now. Light this on fire and burn you for a little. And he's like, now you'll feel a little bit of how I felt. Yeah, so, There's like, little... just to touch on that, like, so to kind of go forward. So, like, I don't know what the show's trying to tell us here is, because obviously we know Vader has always had good in him. You know, like, it's, he's Anakin's somehow trapped deep down invader subconscious somehow like almost multiple personalities whatever you want to call it um i don't know what the right phrase to be but like he he's there somewhere that wants to get out of this hole that he's built himself you know that's the whole yeah, story of anakin you know eventually yeah but i don't feel like i don't feel like i don't really buy that i don't feel like he feels that now i think once he learns that he is that he has children is when Anakin Skywalker resurfaces. Really, maybe. I mean, but I don't know. Like this, just felt. You just hear me out for a second. I mean, like he, he like even at the end of episode three. Like I mean, if you just use the dialogue of the movies as only my only information that I have, right? You know, if, if you're using like Padme's phrase of "there's still good of him" right at the end of episode three, there might be still good in Anakin. He just he like it's just trapped there. He has no one to go to to help him to save him 
you know, Ahsoka's <laughs> gone. If you kind of use that, the end of clone, like he he even sees that Ahsoka is technically, supposedly according to him, dead. You know, at the end of the Clone Wars series, so yep. he has no one to go yep. to. He hasn't seen any of these people in ten years himself. He's been just dealing with hunting Jedi, and he probably has no one to really like no like deep connections that he had throughout most of his Jedi life are all gone. And seeing Obi Wan, wait, 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 like go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Seeing Obi Wan, I just is my thought, just only because of how they did this one shot at the end of the fight, and I'm just he's watching. It's like it's just odd. Like you got the the Ned droid, which I love the Ned droid, by the way. The Ned droid coming in with Tala to save him, which we didn't talk about those characters. I, I like of all these additions of characters, which are so focused on Obi Wan and Anakin, uh, um, and or Darth Vader. It's okay. Tala's great. She's been in other stuff. She was in Game of Thrones as well, yeah. and she's like and she's Quin- the... And the reference of Quinlan Boss. I have to come back to that, but um, yeah. but like at the end, like okay, so she comes. She shoots the fire back on, which prevents all everyone from grabbing him. And yep. Vader just stands there. It's like he just first picked her up, first picked up Obi-Wan a moment ago. I don't think he's used that much strength. He doesn't look exhausted. And he's no, just a yeah, fire a fire deep. with away. Where one, you know, Vader could just walk through the fire. I don't know why he couldn't. Two, he could just force pick them up and take them. Uh three, just yes. walk around the fire. Like, I mean, like, you know, it's like, it's like, but there's a shot right at the end where it's like either A, which is what I'm thinking is that this for a split moment, Anakin sort of kind of appears subconsciously to how to like hold him back. Like he's, his memories of his past are kind of resurfacing. I'm like, Hey, maybe I shouldn't do this to Obi-Wan or B, he just wants to toy with him and he just wants to grab him and torture him and just like, Hey, let's let him go for a little bit. But I don't know, just the way it was, like, focusing on... There's, like, no way to tell. There's no body language, really. There's not really anything. It's just the way the angle was just made me get this kind of conveyness of... Maybe that's a word, I don't know. But to me, I just felt like that was Anakin all of a sudden. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just felt like that to me. Okay. You're entitled to your opinion. I think he's just toying with them, though. I think this was a chilling Vader. This is Vader at the height of his Vader powers uh, in the suit. He is finally, like, you could say that he's taken 10 years to master how to fight in that suit, how to draw upon the Force in that suit, how to function, really, in that suit. He's had 10 years to prepare, and he knows that Obi-Wan is alive. He knows that he's out there. I don't see any of this as... And he's been looking for him. I don't see any of it as like, oh, like a shred of decency was there. If they do that, they'll do that, I think, later. I think they'll they'll do that later. They'll convey it. And it'll it'll hit you right over the head, Justin. I think it'll be... I'm just saying like like father, like son. Sense of hesitation. Luke's done it two two times in the original trilogy. He hesitated to almost kill his father. Like, he does hesitate. He has has a moment, a fleeting moment... of the second thought, but nobody, nobody has like rev- this. If if we were writing this from Darth Vader's perspective, this would be like the ultimate revenge story. It is the person who uh, destroyed his body, left him for dead, um, also led to the death of his wife and future children. Um, this person, and then and then you know fully leaning into the Sith 
and fully leaning into the dark side. I don't think this is a this is a Vader uh, that has Anakin like ready in the in the subconscious. I think Anakin, yes, is is in there, but I think it's he's he's buried deep. He's buried very deep, and I don't think it's until he hears that he has children that the person like in the comic in the Darth Vader comic when he finds out that um, it's a Skywalker that destroys the Death Star. You know, I don't think that you, you really. I don't, I don't think know. you really get that. Yeah, I don't think. The, I don't I'm just think saying that's what, that's what I. That's the way the angle shot, and I can I hear see. You. I, hear I just. You. I, I I saw it the opposite though. I saw it as like here is him like, yeah, you can get away for now. I'm letting you go. It's showing us like he sees Obi Wan escaping and is not stopping. Right. That's what we're all what we're all seeing. Right. He sees Obi Wan being rescued, and is not intervening. Then the motivation for that intervention is what we're arguing over. Arguing. But um, so, so what do you, wait, okay. Cause we're not going to obviously solve it here, but what do you think that means? Like, I guess then for the rest of the show, do you think, I mean, I don't even think it affects the rest of the show. Like I just think it's just a, Oh, you know, it's like a piece of art that you, you could take it that way. Maybe it's, if, it, if you, yeah, if you got a course. book, a, a novelization, maybe the inner monologue of Vader, would explain that hey you know what i'm gonna let him go i'm gonna let him like heal but maybe there's like you know kind of like he's being pulled both directions it's like maybe he wants to toy with him but then it's anakin sort of like also affecting that ability of choice. it could be a little bit of it could be a little bit of both it could be deep down he's or like he's saying to himself i'm gonna let him live because i'm gonna really like i'm gonna really let him have it later um or he's you know like deep down it's like i really can't do this but I want to. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, ten, okay. ten years to, to regret his decisions too. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, does he seem like a regretting type though? He, uh, he, he's he walking, wants to overthrow and, the empire by the time he meets Luke. Like he doesn't want to. You're, you're, you're giving you're giving Darth Vader, I think, too much credit because moments before he w- he just murdered a dozen people and. I think I don't think that I'm just saying Anakin that... has this sort of like track record of like going from really good Jedi to really crazy Jedi like that happens so like <laughs> he went from like I you know I'm gonna stop a Sith Lord to I need him <laughs> in like two <laughs> seconds and I will bow to your teachings now like I mean he he does I pledge myself <laughs> like really fast he has my you're probably right. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to think of it a different way of looking at it. I mean, I don't think this show's going to do that. I don't think it's going to showcase it. But why have Hayden there if you're not going to show a little Anakin? That, that's, that's all well, I'm... Well, I feel like there's going to be some kind of flashbacks that they're going to show. I think we're going to... If I we wonder... do get flashback, it's got to be episode four. Right? What? episode? Oh, you think in the next episode the, the you're going to have the flashbacks? Okay. No, I can see that happening. Okay, like I, I feel like that's been the buzz too. Is that we're going to be getting some something from? Yeah, the you past ma- imagine if we got you uh, de-aged Ewan McGregor and and, and uh, Hayden like in the, in their Clone Wars armor. Imagine that. Oh, that would be fun. Finally, seeing what happened at Caden Nemodia, right? Like, remember that nest of Gundarks I got you out of, Master. Oh. Yeah, that that was. Uh, I think that's in the new. I think that's in the new novelization. They talk. They show that um, brother, the Brotherhood. 
I want them to redo the 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 oh, the, wow. the, un, the uh, cut scene from Clone Wars where they're sitting on the fire talking about stuff. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh yes, I do remember. Like it's like a pretty deep conversation between them. You so, think you're you think that they might like re something like that? Not necessarily maybe the exact dialogue, but like you know, maybe them just talking, him remembering a conversation maybe, between the two of them. Maybe they'll talk about Qui Gon, and maybe that's the link. That's the reason why Qui Gon isn't isn't contacting Obi-Wan is because Obi-Wan has cut himself off and isn't like confronting the thing that's there in front of him. Like the thing that he's not being himself. He's not being himself. He needs to, if he's going to get through this, if he's going to learn whatever Qui-Gon's got to teach him, he's got to face it. He's got to face Vader one more time. I wanted to hint at, I was talking about earlier when he's talking to Leia in the beginning of this episode, um, which mm-hmm. I, I like the first half of this, like with her, he's talking about his, her, he like messes up the name and he's like, he, he makes yep. me think of my mother and like, you know, Good I wish cover. I, are you my real father? Are you my real father? Like, I love that. That, was sad. that made me sad. That made me but, legit sad. Um, and it's like, he yeah. can't say anything to it. It's like, no, I'm not your father. I kind of wish I was because your father, he's a, a pretty <sighs> messed up person. He's yeah. A, <laughs> a mass murderer um, be, uh, but yeah all those little moments of like you know referencing Padme I loved those things like Anakin mm-hmm. showing Obi-Wan's like relation with Padme you don't really see it too much in the movies like in the later half it's like he sort of distanced himself she's a politician you shouldn't trust her like politicians <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you know you, then you watch the Clone Wars like after it's like oh man oh they buddy buddy you know but um yep. What was Will you it? at least say hi to Padme for me? Leia, Leia, um, like, asked, asked Obi-Wan, what's the Force like? And I thought his mm. response was, like, really a great description of the Force that I've never heard before. Yes, yes um, probably the best live-action one. I've read a lot of good descriptions of what the Force feels like, especially in the High Republic books. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, this was... Yeah, no, I I enjoyed. What was the analogy he used? So it was if, like, if, if, you know, when you're, when you're in the when you're in the dark and you're afraid, the force feels like. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. The force feels like the yep. light. The light has been that broken. moment when you turn on the light. Yeah, which he. I don't think he's done. I mean, that's like the biggest thing. He's 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 got the light off. Like you know, like I think that analogy kind of. <laughs> he's unplugged to, the lamp. He's not. Yeah, yeah. he's got a. He, and that's really he did, this, this. He's dimmed it. He's got the dimmer on. It's like a little, little, little low. Like, <laughs> Cost him a little bit more. What he's it's that, it's that, it's that moment where it's like off or dim. It's like it's right, right there. It's like it's and, it, and the light is kind of hissing. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like it's working hard to just do a little bit of light. Um, but listen, <laughs> damn it, you made me forget what I was gonna say. <laughs> I just remember like when you dim the <laughs> that little hiss of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, you know, the, really, this uh, this series, I feel I feel like I came up with a, a good name for the subtitle for this. It should be Obi-Wan Kenobi, How Ben Got His Groove Back. <laughs> you know, like, this is what it's really about. <laughs> so he's going to be getting his groove back by the end of this. So I feel like that's where they're going to end. We had this theory. We talked about it with the trailer when we did our little reaction to the trailer about him you know trying to commune with the force and and be like learn of the like how to become a force ghost or he does like the force projection and that's what ages him yeah i forgot about that you yeah know? 
So I wonder, but like, I got to tell you, like they do a good job. They definitely aged him up a bit. And it's like the wear and tear of what's happened in his life has really like aged him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now like, he's been burned. I'm, so I'm starting it's... to see, yep. How this is going to turn into Sir Alec Guinness someday. No, I, I, I think they, they've done a good job. I mean, I wonder if they're going to, like, it's like, again, you've always pictured Obi-Wan sort of hanging out in Tatooine all the time. Yep, but not doing anything. Could, could we, kind of, could we at the end of the series, like, think, he's like, well, maybe I should go out about a little more often. Like, maybe he's got a little more confidence and he lets Luke oh. be by his own. Like, him staying there, obviously, is a danger. And maybe he goes on little journeys once in a while. He goes on vacation. You know, it's like... <laughs> well, do you think they'll bring Darth Maul at the end of this? And they'll and they'll so, uh, show what happens in uh, Rebels? I don't know. No, they won't reduce Rebels. I've, I've heard someone say that, too. No, they, yeah, they won't. No, I, I think that, that scene is perfect way to finish off Maul. They did hint at maybe they could have another confrontation... And there's rumors of a second season. I don't. I even though this wasn't supposed to have more than one season, but I. What? Yeah, I mean it's rumors. You know, it's <sighs> it's doing so well. You know, it's. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that we need more of it, really. Like, I, I I may be in the minority here, but I I really I really remember a time when Star Wars was one movie with two sequels. You know, and it, and that was what we had, and they were awesome. They were really good. They still are. Uh, yep, those. Yep, those are. But uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's I, in danger. I, I'm indifferent. I guess it depends. Universe, it depends though, on how like every other show. It depends on how they leave it. They leave it. They they hang it. They um, finalize this up. So obviously, we're gonna get a resolution of Reva. I think we're gonna get a flashback of Reva soon. Yes. I think we're gonna and really about her. We have to, like, right? Oh, she how she dies or what happens to her. That she's not an inquisitor by the way. Maybe we'll learn the numbering system because she's the third sister. Maybe we'll learn that in her. Maybe. And and she'll get redeemed uh, somehow. That could be possible. Because it seems like inquisitors, for the most part, are kind of like on this flimsy line of wanting to do evil, but also remember the pain, you know, and remember what it was like before. I don't know. Trilla was a great inquisitor because she was a very nuanced character. And I hope they give Reva the same treatment as they did for that video game character, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I I, I agree. I, I love Trilla. I've been replaying Fallen Order. I think she's just a well fleshed out character too. Like I just her her action, her acting and stuff in a video game was was great. Um, tell me it's tell me you got to the part where she does the Cal Kestis. Just I just fought her. Is that what you're talking about? The first time, well, the first like real time, not like the, not the quick time not event. The time on yeah, not like, on it's the first okay. time you you. Then she, you know, she's. I'm in the temple. Yep, like that's I think when she does it. Yeah, because oh, oh, yeah, like he's like, how do you know who I am? That's that's right. I know everything about you, Padawan. Um, but yeah, I I just uh, I'm where it's gonna go. Like Reva's gonna have a. I mean, what what she does with Leia is what's got the most interesting thing. I can't see her bringing Leia to Vader, right? Is that going to happen? Like, is Vader going to have Leia? Like, what would she have... doesn't, she doesn't want? She doesn't want Leia. Leia is just a tool to get Obi Wan. She has no idea 
who Leia really is. That's the only reason why that the, she hired the guys to to kidnap Bail Organa's daughter was that because Bail Organa and Obi Wan were close. And how does she know that fact that well, they she, were close? Well, she looked at. I guess they fought and they fought in the Clone Wars. That's what she says. I think at one Bail Organa didn't fight. Didn't fight in anything. He wore his fancy slippers and his nice robes. But I feel like somebody, maybe it's Vader, is feeding her this information. Or maybe it's Darth Sidious. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to see something. So our predictions are, we have no freaking clue. Uh, but I can tell you that Obi-Wan, that, Obi-Wan that Obi-Wan survives. Obi-Wan survives. But you don't think Reva survives? I don't think she survives either. No, I don't think she survives. She's gonna... I don't think anybody but the people in episode four will survive. I think everyone. No, the, the the fifth brother will, and then the seventh sister will, because he's in they're in rebels. Yes, that's true. But the Grand Inquisitor supposedly is dead, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, the Grande. <laughs> it's just the Grande Inquisitor. Um, I just I'm curious how it re- re- works out because it's like if, if you know I I think it's funny like there she's kidnapping a. An imperial senator, mind you. You know, it's like, it's not like Leia isn't part of the Empire or anything. And yeah. it's like, even she says, like, isn't the Empire good guys? She's like, no. You know, be like, no, they're not. And this, this is also a useful show. I think it's cool to see these transitions between, you got to see the clone trooper at the very beginning, uh, down on his luck, begging oh, poor, for poor money. Tamora. <laughs> yeah, he's played it all. And you get to see just how like stormtroopers have. <laughs> Did like, you see like, like, the whole like structure of of how things are done is is changing and how it can be done. It's not. Did you, that uh, did you see the article though? Um, that's the first time he ever wore clone armor because he never wore it in the original movies. Not even when he was Commander Cody. No, it was all CGI. <laughs> they just put like, his head armor. On. Yeah, he he has his helmet off at one point. He might have been holding a helmet, maybe, but he never wore the armor. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I believe that, but it just makes the choices that they made in the in the episode three um, in Revenge of the Sith even more asinine. Like Obi Wan Kenobi's there, he's there, and he's like putting on a helmet. Like it looked like he was CGI, but like they took that video of him and put it into a scene. Not put his head onto a CGI. But I think they head. just do that just to make the armor all consistent. So because he has to be every single clone. It's the only reason I think they had to do it that way because it's probably easier for him to just act all the scenes out without the armor on and just place his face in every single person. That's my only guess, but I don't know. That's that was what people were saying. I was like, is this first time we wear clone armor? <laughs> so are we gonna see? I'm gonna I'm gonna make one one sly prediction. One person who we haven't talked about at all who I think will make a short appearance. And that is one, I don't know if he's Grand or Grande, but he's Moff Tarkin. No, I'm I'm thinking, I don't think we have Moff Tarkin. There's no reason to bring him in this, show, the, in this series. The Death Star. The, Obi-Wan doesn't know the Death Star for one when he sees it. Or he doesn't need to know anything about the Death Star or anything like that. Tarkin is just a an Imperial, you know, He's an Imperial somebody. We're not going to have Death Star. That's, that's my... What will you give me, Justin, if he is? What wager, as we close this episode out, Justin, let's make this interesting. If Tarkin is in this series... They're not going to bring Tarkin back. 
Not even like a de-aged Peter Cushing, no. like D D D D D D D aged. No, Peter there's they did his story. That's all you need. I don't. You don't. We've had plenty of Tarkin. There's no. Re- I don't. I've. It's all about Sith right now. Like I don't see any reason for him to show up. He shows up somewhere. <laughs> if you're so confident. Okay, show up or name drop. What's it? listen? Name drops. This different. is what you have to do for me. Oh, oh, let's call both because you think it's so beyond the pale that he's going to be. I just don't think he'll be part of the story, but yeah, okay. Here's here's what you'll have to give me. I have this Dio. You must give me your Dio <laughs> if you uh, if you're wrong. <laughs> I will have two Dios. <laughs> right here is where I will hold my victory Dio. Double D, nice. Double D, double Dio. <laughs> All right. Can right. you promise? What? So okay. So yeah, sure, but. My prediction, and you'll yes. have to give me your idea, that uh-huh. Anakin is still there. He's still he's still in he's still in Darth Vader somewhere. He's gonna show up. I, he's I gonna... Mean, well, of course they're gonna do something. <laughs> My discretion. <laughs> no, 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 you need to. What you need is someone confirming <laughs> that look, because that's the thing you're you're focusing on. Is that look he gives Obi Wan. All right, when, when I when I get the, the director's cut ten look. years from now, I'll be back in touch with you. <laughs> the Dio will still be come on, here. Come worry. on, Debo Chow. Let me know what that what that shot was of Vader with the fire <laughs> over his face. You should you should at her on Twitter. Like, what was with that shot? You know, just be Was that Anakin? <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be like, This guy's really insane. Did you know that they have like three people playing Darth Vader? It's like ridiculous. Like it's like it's not even it's Hayden the whole time. Doubles. Yeah, it's Hayden a little bit, and then two stunt doubles. Yeah, it's and... like one guy that walks around to be tall, another one that does like close up body shots, which I think is Hayden. So and... what is Hayden doing? He... What is he? He's just back there collecting he's, a check. He's there to be a vision, obviously, Paul. A vision in the desert. Oh, oh, oh that's what he came back for. All right, and so and... no, why? This is what they'll do. It'll be Hayden Christensen. As Anakin, but it'll be Qui Gon Jinn like saying, "Look, you have to talk to this guy. You have to confront him and get over yourself, and then you can. Then I can train you. Then we can talk about you know communing with the Force. That might be. I still think Qui Gon has something to do with that. There's never just. It's not Han Solo and Kylo Ren rules all the time, where just people randomly show up and like like, Mo- like Moff Tarkin, randomly. like randomly showing up. It's random. It's not random. They're showing like the imperial hierarchy. <laughs> That's gonna it's be rebels. Random. We're gonna get that in rebels again because he's in rebels right now. That's where Moff Tarkin's story is right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. You say so. We'll see. We'll see. I guess who has the two dios in the end will be the real judge. Nothing will change. <laughs> Neither of these things will happen. I mean, I mean, um, all right. Just I'm very excited to see what happens. And as we said, we're on the eve of the second half of this series. So um, I'm really hoping to see some flashbacks of some kind. I just want to see freaking Hayden Christensen do something, you know, like actually him. So maybe we'll get a flashback. He's just there for marketing. Really, that's it. That's all he's there for. I feel like Ewan called him up and be like, listen, would you come back? It's a real easy paycheck. Just come and do this. Everybody will love it. This is what every fan has been clamoring for. Just keep for. saying this is where the fun begins, and we're good. We're, we're all good. Yep. Did you see the light die in his eyes as he said it, too? <laughs> all right. 
Woo, I'm a fan. <laughs> but, all right. Well, this has been fun to come back, do something a little a little different, do, uh, do a podcast again. <laughs> we'll do more soon. So let us know what you yeah. think about uh, Obi-Wan in the comments. Again, just like, subscribe, all that lovely stuff. If you like our episode, go check our other things. We talk about Star Wars a lot in our other shows that we've done because I am a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, Paul Paul's a huge one too, but he's you know, he's, he, I think you <laughs> I own, think you like it more than way. you think you do. I think you you don't give yourself enough credit. Um, but yeah, we have lots of let's plays we've done. Uh, all that stuff. Check our Twitter, Facebook, like, subscribe, all that lovely jazz. Smash that bell. Say hi. Turn on notifications. Yeah. Yes. Come and say hi sometime. Right. And then of Drop course, it. my name is Justin. That's Paul. That's, that's Paul. Yep. Playing favorites. May the force be with you. Also with you. <laughs>